Hello everybody and welcome to Facebook Ads Agency Builders. We are a powerhouse community of entrepreneurs seizing the opportunity of the rapidly advancing digital marketing industry and bringing some of the best minds in the business together to have massive impact for our clients. Over the past five years, Tyler Narducci has been building and scaling his own digital agency, helping businesses grow and market their services and products through online advertising. Now, he's helping other startup digital agencies launch and scale rapidly to six figures with the Done For You Agency program. If you are interested in taking your agency to the next level and skip all those painful mistakes most have to make by learning directly from those killing it in the digital agency space, then apply now at sobeviral.com slash agency build. That's sobeviral.com slash agency build. There will be a clickable link in the podcast show notes as well as in the about section of the Facebook group. Now, let's dive into today's episode. What's going on, Facebook Ads Agency Builders? Today, uh, I want to talk to you about not building your agency, but something uh, that definitely plays a major role in your success in growing your agency and something that uh, is going to be super pivotal in your overall success, whether you're growing an agency or you're doing any other business venture, no matter what you're doing. stress, anxiety, worry, depression, mania, all that stuff uh, is stuff that a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, including myself, experience regularly. And I've noticed just in my own personal growth, um, the further along I've come, uh, the more that these things kind of encroach and the harder they are to uh, run away from and the harder they are to ignore and pretend like they're not there. So. As you know, smart entrepreneurs, what we need to do is we need to face these things head on, admit that they're real and there's things that we all deal with, uh, and talk about ways that we can overcome them. Um, and so I feel like um, as someone with a voice, well, how big it is, who knows, but someone with a voice in this community, I feel like it's important to uh, pull back the brakes a little bit on the Gary V hustle till you fucking die shit. and and uh, the Grant Cardone kind of stuff. Like, I like them as much as everybody else, but like the whole like hustle till you die and just eat shit until you make it kind of mentality uh, leads a lot of entrepreneurs to a burnout state um, and a stressed out state and a state that you feel like you uh, haven't been able to accomplish what others have been accomplishing. And then you add on top of that, uh, the way social media works and the way algorithms work uh, and you have Gary Vee and other big entrepreneurial voices and other entrepreneurial podcasts and stuff telling you that you should hustle till you fucking die and you should be doing all this crazy shit. And, and if you're not making it, and uh, I heard one the other day and it was like, oh, it's so easy to make money, man. Like if you're not making at least $100,000 a year, like you're fucking up because it's just so easy to make money. And I'm just like, dude, shut up. Like this guy's looking through his his single lens of of his life and what what has been easy and what has not been easy and he has no concept of what is easy and what's not easy for some someone else and and another predicaments you know and so when you have people out there that are you know telling you that it's so easy to make it and you have um you know all these pressures and you see other people succeeding and you're comparing yourself and you're doing all this stuff it is really really easy to get down yourself and to get caught up in anxiety, uh, depression, mood swings, all types of stuff. So 
let's talk about uh, what that what that is. So there's a few really, really good articles on it, um, and I wanted to talk about uh, a few of them. So first off, Forbes, uh, I'm sorry, no, first off, Inc.com uh, did a really good one recently uh, talking about uh, entrepreneurs uh, and how new entrepreneurs often make themselves less resilient by neglecting their health. They eat too much or too little, they don't get enough sleep, they fail to exercise, uh, and they can get into startup mode where they end up pushing themselves and abusing their body. And this can trigger mood vulnerability. And so it should come, it says, so it should come as little surprise that entrepreneurs experience more anxiety than employees do. Uh, employees of, of actual companies and full-time jobs. So in the latest Gallup poll, 34% uh, of entrepreneurs uh, for four percentage points more than other uh, regular nine-to-five employees reported that they, they were worried. And 45% of entrepreneurs said that they were stressed. That's three percentage points more than nine-to-five uh, employees. And so uh, it says here, but it may be more than a stressful job that pushes some founders over the edge. According to research, many entrepreneurs share innate character traits that make them even more vulnerable to mood swings. People who are often energetic, motivated, and creative uh, are both more likely to be entrepreneurial and more likely to have strong emotional states, uh, this article says. Uh, those states may include depression, despair, hopelessness, worthlessness, loss of emotion, and suicidal thinking, right? And so these are things that we have to talk about as a community. These are things that we can't ignore uh, and we have to bring out into the light and talk about. Because if you ignore them and you pretend like they don't exist uh, and you push them under the rug, then you're not doing anything about it for yourself. Uh, and it will pop up again and it will, you know, rear its ugly head. For me personally, just being like super vulnerable with you guys, like, I've always struggled with anxiety to some extent uh, in my life, but uh, it wasn't until like the last two years where um, I felt like full on like a panic attack level anxiety um, a handful of times. And when that happens, whew, you do not. It's like it's like you're just chilling and you're doing whatever, uh, whether you're relaxing or whether you're working, and then all of a sudden like the, it just feels like the weight of the entire world is on your shoulders and it, it's, it's really overwhelming and it can be really scary. And so what do you do? How do you, how do you address that as an entrepreneur? Well, you do research about it, you figure out uh, what are the steps you can take and what are, what are different things that uh, can make it better, right? So this Inc. article says, um, call it the downside of being up. The same passionate dispositions that drive founders heedlessly towards success can sometimes consume them. Business owners are vulnerable to the dark side of obsession, suggest researchers from a university in Australia. They uh, conduct these researchers conducted interviews with founders for a study about entrepreneurial passion. Uh, and the research found many subjects display signs of clinical obsession. Uh, not depression, clinical obsession, uh, including strong feelings of distress and anxiety, which have the potential to lead impaired functioning. Uh, and they wrote this in a paper published in the Entrepreneurial Research, Research uh, Journal in April. Um, and so now we know these things are here, right? And, and a lot of us experience them, and we just don't often talk about them. Like, how often are you going to post in a Facebook group, or in, are you going to look on Facebook, or on Instagram, or... Uh, you know, wherever your, whatever your Twitter, whatever, 
uh, for like help in terms of like anxiety and, and depression and, and things like that or, or comparing yourself or, you know, getting caught up in all the, the hustle craze, like where you go to, to find, you know, help for that. So that's why I wanted to talk about this today. So it's just like, yo, you're not alone. Like this happens to a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, and a lot of people experience this type of shit, including me for sure. So now we talked about the problem a little bit. There's another article on Forbes, which goes through, uh, this article is titled 13 tips for overcoming your entrepreneurial anxiety. And I thought it was really, really helpful. So I'm going to go through some of the 13 tips that they outline here, uh, cause I think they're super helpful. So number one is identify the source of your anxiety. There is no stress out there. Just generally, there's just not stress you just run into and get the new absorb. Uh, these are stress is something that we impose on ourselves due to fear of something that has not actually happened yet, right? So we are projecting a problem into the future. The real issue is when we do that, we activate stress hormones and brain patterns that keep us from performing optimally. Um, it says discover what you are afraid of that is not real and then try to let go of that uh, and relax. It, I kind of roll my eyes here on that last line. It's like when you have anxiety and someone tells you to, oh, man, just chill out, relax. Like you want to punch them in the face because it's like it's not how that works. You don't just, oh, okay, cool, I'll just relax. Anxiety's gone. Like it doesn't work like that at all. But uh, what they're trying to say here is identify the source of your anxiety, right? Because I, anxiety and stress is all in that gap of what is right now, what is in your face, what is actually happening, and what you want to happen in the future, right? And you're worried or your anxiety is there because of the gap that that is there, right? You don't believe that uh, the future is going to turn out the way you want it to in one way or another. So we're putting our own worries and fears uh, on into the future. So that's where that comes from, essentially, is that 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 gap in what is and what we want to be right so uh next one is recharge daily it's difficult to perform at our best when we are feeling stressed find what recharges you it could be time in nature mindfulness meditation working out or time with a family or pet just carve out the time daily there's strong research on the impact of low dose mindfulness meditation as a little as 10 minutes per day uh, and this allows us to sustain our executive brain function. And you guys know I talk about meditation often as a really useful tool for uh, overcoming anxiety and stress. I try to meditate every single uh, weekday at least. Uh, sometimes, you know, weekends get out of hand and I don't do it. But I definitely promote uh, meditating at least Monday through Friday, at least for 10 days in the early start of your day. It really helps to recharge um, and get that time but there's also other ways that you can recharge your batteries and unwind and unplug from the stresses of being an entrepreneur and, and your clients and all that crazy shit one other thing i love to do is i love to play video games i'm a huge video game freak if any of you guys are too uh i love overwatch um i'm like obsessed with overwatch on uh on ps4 right now it's very it's like a tense game so i'm constantly like like uh you know squeezing the controller super hard so i don't know how relaxing that is but it definitely feels uh, good and it definitely feels like an unplugging situation. So that's something to consider um, when you're talking about uh, recharging daily. I don't know if that's recharging or not, but it, it does it does feel like I'm disconnecting from, from my worries and my stress a bit. Um, practice being mindful in real moments is number three. A prevalent belief uh, is that people need to create artificial moments to increase their mindfulness so they isolate themselves and remove all distractions 
This is good for small moments, but it doesn't give them the tools to be mindful in real life stressful moments. Apply and test a variety of coping mechanisms in real life moments. In essence, practice like you play. That is uh, their tip number three. Uh, I mean, that one, it, there's, it's a little difficult to pull real, real action steps out of that, but, uh, but I, you get the gist. Number four, tie every decision back to your core purpose. Stay focused on your bigger vision and why you love what you do. This is really important for entrepreneurs, guys. So, you know, why, why did you choose this path? Why are we here? What is the big goal? Stay focused on that instead of the little things that trip us up day to day. Whatever challenge comes along, tie your decision back to your core purpose and passion. My screen is like flipping all out right now. Tie your decision back to your core purpose and passion, and you will know that you're still on the right path, even when it gets a bit rocky and you have things thrown in the way. When we allow fear and frustration of the day-to-day -day to take over, we lose sight of our ultimate goal uh, and end up being even more disconnected with our future. I think that one is really, really important because I think it's really easy to get caught up in the day-to-day problems and, and everything and then when you hop out of bed and you dive into your problems that is like the first trap laid for you every single day as an entrepreneur it just gets sucked down that that pit and then all of a sudden it doesn't feel like you're on this journey towards this ultimate goal of success it feels like you're just uh hit, getting hit in the head constantly with issues and like that's not what it's like that's not what it is right we don't need to don't don't focus on the, the tiny problems of each day focus on the big goal that you set out to do, like why, why are we in this in the first place, right? All right, number five, stop and breathe. Super important, it sounds so simple, but like legit. It's so simple, but most people ignore this practice. When stresses are building up, it not only creates anxiety, but also places us in a reactive mindset. I found that by stopping in the midst of stressors to take deep breaths, my anxiety diminishes my focus improves and I am better equipped to lead and win. Uh, I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good um, uh, line there. That is by Billy Williams from Archegos, whatever that is. But guys, again, I'm reading from uh, a Forbes article that I found super, super beneficial um, and definitely related with. I thought you guys could too, so I wanted to bring it to you here. Uh, number six, focus on what you're doing rather than what's left to do. Anxiety mostly comes from within. We lose our focus on the now and get lost imagining a negative future rather than focus on what, rather than focusing on what we're doing. We think about all that is left to get done. So we have a plan for the future, but mentally stay in the moment. As a mentor taught me, simply doing what, simply do what you are doing string those doing moments together and you will notice your anxiety has greatly diminished good stuff good stuff number seven slow down and set priority stages this one is huge for me if you uh get overwhelmed easily with a whole a whole big to-do list or whatever break your to-do list down into bite-sized manageable tasks that you can get done uh, and feel good about each step that you get done says here, entrepreneurship is enormously stressful. The mere realization that this type of business is a marathon and not a sprint will help an entrepreneur to grasp that they have to go slow uh, to go fast. Focusing on priorities for one day, then one week, then one month will help achieve measurable progress without getting overwhelmed. 
Oh my God, number seven is my favorite. Um, if you guys uh, follow a lot of the stuff that I put out, one recently I, I went on a whole thing about uh, Grant Cardone's 10x, 10x, 10x thing, right? And it's all about how if you put out 10 times the amount of effort, then you should definitely be able to achieve your goal. Uh, put out 10 times the amount of effort that you think you would need to put out to achieve a goal in order to achieve it, and you'll easily get there, right? Um, I think that that is a recipe for many people for burnout, um, and it's not a healthy path. For some people, they could say, okay, I'm going to put out 10 times the amount of effort, and then I'll achieve that 3x. But what if you put out 10 times the amount of effort, and you get 4x, and now you're upset that you only got 4x and not 10x, instead of setting out to hit 3x, and then you hit 4x. Now you have a totally different perspective and you're happy that you actually got to a goal, got to a place where you wanted to be uh, and didn't undershot. So I think the 10x mindset is for many people uh, a roadmap to failure, anxiety, stress, and worry. Um, I think it's a lot of hype. I think it's a cool mindset. I think it's really fun to get caught up in that. But I think for a lot of the way that people work and operate in the real world, it's a recipe for a recipe for disaster. And so number seven, slow down and set priority stages. Uh, that last line again, focusing on priorities for one day, then one week, then one month will help you achieve measurable progress without getting overwhelmed. That is so important. And I, I agree with that so much rather than the whole 10x um, methodology. Number eight, get all the stresses out of your head. The best way to get through entrepreneurial anxiety is to get everything out of your head. Avoidance and ignoring what is bothering us only causes more anxiety. Have regular team meetings where you look at your team member, your, your numbers, your expenses and revenue, and have a journal where you can write out everything that is bothering you or stressing you out. Uh, this is a really helpful for me too. I, when I get stressed uh, and I have high anxiety, the first thing that I want to do immediately that helps bring my anxiety down is write out a plan of attack. Right? Like if if uh, something is giving me anxiety, like a big project coming up, or um, you know a, a client deadline and huge a huge big release, something like that that's giving me anxiety. Uh, what makes me feel better 100% of the time is writing down pen and paper or you know typing it whatever but just getting down my plan of action this is what is stressing me out this is a thing that I need to get done and this is how I'm going to handle it and I'm going to attack it a B C D E and you're just getting down all of your action steps to achieve the goal that you want to do and then it doesn't seem like this big complicated anxiety monster in your head it, it feels like a goal and then steps one through five on how to get there and it feels just so much more contained instead of uh, this wild monster so I uh, a million percent agree with number eight number nine build a strong advisory team you cannot win in business on your own entrepreneurs have key people that help them in business they need what I call an advisory board to help them with psychological roadblocks during setbacks and successes. Having key people who will listen, encourage, offer perspective, and assist you in staying mindfully on track is imperative to mitigate entrepreneurial anxiety. And this is from John M. O'Connor from Career Pro Inc. I actually really love this one, and I think that a lot of us do this um, 
and have these roles in our lives, but we don't even do we don't consider them a a, a mentor. We don't consider them a uh, mindset. Anything we just run to them for that. This can be a partner. This can be a family member. This can be a friend. Uh, this could be someone else on your team. Um, there's a lot of people that you want to run to when you have this kind of stuff and you should seek out other people when you have anxiety, when you have stress, when you have worry, when you're, you know, you're on the edge, right? Uh, you should seek out those types of people. Human connection is like the key to everything, guys. So uh, knowing, uh, identifying who those people are in your life that are going to help you pull through those anxiety times when your entrepreneurial stress is exploding out of your head. Uh, is good to know, like write down, you know, who, who do I call when I need to freaking vent and go off because this douchebag client didn't pay me for all this work that I just did. I messed up and I did this whole free trial thing because I thought I needed to get case studies for my business and then I realized that this guy was never going to actually pay me and I've been working the last three months and I want to freaking blow up. Uh, and I'm using that as an example because I've t talked to startups agencies that have been in that position before. That's no fun. Uh, so know who those people are uh, and and reach out to them. Like there's there's no shame in that game, guys. We all we all need people in our lives that are going to help pull us through uh, stressful times. Number ten, do only what do only what only you can do. Do only what only you can do. Too many entrepreneurs fall into the trap of thinking that they have to do everything. Oh my God, everyone here, listen up. F-A-A-B, totally listen up. This is this is agency manager here. Too many entrepreneurs fall into the trap of thinking that they have to do everything. This sense of being overwhelmed causes a huge amount of anxiety early on in your startup. Work out what it is that only you can do everything else can be delegated. Your willingness to delegate is then inversely proportional to your anxiety. Guys, oh my God, delegate, 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 delegate. It will help you so much in your entrepreneurial journey. I cannot preach about this enough. Uh, I had to delegate um, pretty quickly when I wanted to grow. I realized that uh, you know, I took the path that many of you guys take, right? I want to become the Facebook ads guy, become the Google ads guy. I want to get clients under my belt and I want to serve them as a freelancer and then grow into an agency, right? And then grow into that role. But like, when do you grow into that? When, when do you have, an, when are you making enough money where you feel like you can bring in team members? When does that transition happen? It can be really confusing, right? Um, and the, the truth is, the reality is day one, is the is the day that you can bring in uh, team members to delegate. You have contractors that work on a contract basis. You don't have to pay them upfront for the work. You can pay them the uh, percentage of what your client is paying you. Uh, and so you don't have to do everything for your first few clients. You can do what you love to do and the thing that you're great at and then bring in contractors and delegate out higher level tasks or super expert tasks like, you know, the Facebook ads, the Google ads, stuff like that. You don't need to become a Facebook ads rock star to become an agency owner. And so why would you go that path? You know, it's just a path of most resistance, honestly, in my opinion. Um, and so, but a lot of agency owners get trapped in that. We want to be our account manager, our sales guy. We want to be our, uh, our sales guy or girl. We want to be our, um, our Facebook ads, our Google ads, our web dev, our SEO. We want to be everything. And that is going to burn you the fuck out. Trust me when I say it will burn you out. So uh, when, can you, when, it, when is it time to delegate in your business? Day fucking one. 
<laughs> day one, delegate, uh, bring in people that can help you from day one on the stuff that you not only don't want to do, but don't have the time to become an expert in those things. Bring in the right people. So that's number 10. Number 11, identify what is important versus what is urgent, guys. And so this comes down into your, like, your to-do list and, and segmenting this out, right? So entrepreneurial anxiety is often brought on by the number of things that we must that must be done for your business. Identifying what is important is imperative. If you are constantly handling urgent matters, you are just putting out fires. You need to regroup. Time blocking your day is an easy way to ensure everything will be done, uh, will get done and eliminate anxiety. So time blocking is is instead of just operating from a uh, instead of just operating from a to-do list and going after the items that are the quickest checkoffs, uh, going time blocking is you put in time into your schedule, actually block out time for priority items. So you look through your to-do you look through your to-do list. What is the most, what is the thing that's going to actually move the leather, lever here? What is the thing that's going to be actually the most important thing? And most of the time, that thing is the thing that's like the biggest, most daunting thing. And what do we do with those things? We push them down the to-do list and we push up the little things that you can get done in 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Because checking those things off make us feel good, right? You get a hit of dopamine in your brain and... Uh, it feels good to check those things off. Uh, but what ends up happening is we keep checking those things off. We keep doing these little menial tasks all day. And anything, every time someone emails you or someone messages you on Facebook or someone reaches out or a client has a little request here or a little request there, and then you realize you look back on your whole day and all you did was a bunch of bullshit little tasks putting out these little fires. And what did you do with that big thing that's going to move the lever in your agency? Nothing. It just kept moving down the list and you just kept doing all the little things that popped up, right? And so you feel accomplished, you feel like you've got some stuff done, but really all you did was chase your tail and do these little things. So how do you solve for that? You put in time blocks in your schedule for those priority items and you don't let those little pop-up things or those little quick wins get in the way of that hour or that two-hour segment. You get that shit done. I'll be honest with you guys, so I'm launching a new website for my agency. It's been like long overdue, uh, and I have to write the copy for it, and it's been like it's one of these things I just don't want to do. I just haven't been wanting to write the copy on it, and I just, it's been moving down the list, moving down the list, and it's been, um, I've, I've paid paid the web person, paid it all. It's like been sitting there. Uh, she's just like, hey, can I get the copy? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know. It's on my list. I'm going to get it to you. And I've been pushing that shit down and down and down, and so like I'm, I totally have to time block today and get this thing done. So. I'm not just like rolling this stuff off the tongue and, and reading it off Forbes. Like, you know, it's like, it, this is real stuff that I do as well uh, that I have a feeling that a lot of people here can relate with, uh, with their own to-do list and their own stress and worry and anxiety and, and leading to all that garbage. So uh, we're on 11. There's 13 here. We got two more. So number 12, celebrate the wins no matter how small. So entrepreneurials, <laughs> entrepreneurials. Entrepreneurs can go down a rabbit hole of overwhelming anxiety pretty easily. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, but one way to keep your head above water is to identify and celebrate daily wins. When you focus on what is going right, even if it is just the fact that you showed up and put effort into growing your business that day, you begin to gain momentum and confidence. Focusing on the wins results in having more of them. Boom, I love that one as well. So uh, whether you're leading a team of contractors or salespeople 
or you're just yourself right now, celebrating wins on a daily basis, on a win-by-win basis is so freaking important, not only for the morale of your team, but for your own personal morale, right? So one of the things that I do, and I don't do it every single day, I really should, um, it's one of the things that I need to get better at, but one of the things that I do is this, uh, it's, a, it's a journal, I've had it for years, um, and essentially what I do with this is I put in uh, the dates and daily wins and daily things that I'm thankful for. So, see all that? These are days, uh, and uh, these are things, little, little wins, right? So I put in, you know, when I hit, when I achieve things that's on my vision board, when I achieve things that I've set out to do, and I actually, and I win on those, uh, I have to go in and write that down. When I hit a new uh, revenue milestone or when I get a new client uh, milestone or when my clients get results or when my done for you agency members get results, boom, that feels so good, huge wins. Those are the things that go uh, in the gratitude. People, some people call it a gratitude journal, some people call it uh, a wins log, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call it. Uh, celebrate daily wins uh, and don't just like, you know, whoo, like actually write it down. Like today, I fucking did this and this, and this, and I had this win. Like write it down uh, and, and focus your mind on those types of things because those are the things that really matter. And if you neglect to do that, then all you're going to end up doing is focusing on the shit that went wrong that day and the little fires that you kept having to put out, right? So uh, I really love that one. It's, it's definitely a big one. So number 13, the last one on this page, keep coming back to your why. Being an entrepreneur is not easy and it can be very stressful to keep those burdensome factors from influencing progress. One has to remember the why. Why did I start this? Though it sounds rudimentary, revisiting this answer to that particular question regularly will essentially provide the mental and emotional energy needed to continue until the stated goals are achieved. And this is from Kamyar Sa from World Consulting Group. So love that. Keep coming back to your why, guys. Like, why did I do this? Especially for those of you who are in a situation like me who took a plunge out of a nine to five job, right? So I did that back in 2015. Um, and it was a huge, scary, big, freaky thing for me to leave a nine to five and venture out into uh, the entrepreneurial wilderness and doing this whole thing on my, on my own. Like it was, it was, you know, at the time really freaking scary. Right. But why did I do it? Because a few reasons. One, I just hated being told what to do at, from people who didn't know how to do what they wanted me to do. Right. Like in, when a company hires a social media person and then they try to direct them, but it's like, why did you hire me? Right? Like I, you hired me to do your social media, but then you want to tell me how to do it. Like, why don't you just get a VA? You know? So like that was one of my great major reasons why is like, I, I want to, you know, be a director. I'm, I'm a shot caller. I want to, <laughs> I want to uh, direct my own future, my own success, my own uh, path here. And, uh, and, and so you come back to that and you think about, you know, the alternative, what is, what is, what happens if I don't push forward here and, 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 and get, uh, what I essentially set out to do. And it's like, it's going, you're going back to that nine to five, you're going back to that, uh, you know, somebody, somebody telling you, uh, how to do what you do and paying you, uh, way too little for it. Right. And so the why is like taking control of your life, growing, being successful. You know, what is your why? Some people's why is taking care of their family, taking care of their kids, 
you know, maybe having a, this house that you want, living in a neighborhood that you want, whatever your why is, keep coming back to that, focus in on that, and it will give you the energy and the sustainability in your business to continue to thrive and uh, do well, guys. So uh, this was a little, this podcast episode, this live stream uh, here in the Facebook Ads Agency Builders group, this is a little bit different than what I normally do, which is really, uh, really heavily focused on um, startup agency world, right? How do you get those first few clients? How do you sell? How do you get leads? How do you grow your team? That kind of like real um, operational stuff. Um, and I wanted to kind of take a, a dive away from that today and talk about some real other stuff that makes a really big difference and that no one's really talking about right now. Like how many people are out there talking about the anxiety that entrepreneurs get and feel every single day and, and how they deal with that, whether they overeat or, you know, get depressed or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't hear a lot of people talking about that. What I do hear a lot of is like the Gary Vee hustle till you fucking die kind of shit. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think we need to focus on this more, talk about it more so that we can all realize that we all, it's just shit that we all deal with. Uh, and, and talk about ways that that we can uh, that we can handle it better uh, and become better entrepreneurs and become more successful and achieve the goals that we set out to do uh, even faster. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I hope that uh, you got at least one piece of value or one tactical item that you could uh, use from this. And as always, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Go kill it. Go crush it. And I will see you all soon.